Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Purihin ang Panginoon sa araw po na ito. Once again, the Lord has gathered us in this online place called Morning Devo. And uh, I thank the Lord for each one of you. At uh, kayo ay uh, narito ngayon nakikinig. Ihanda po natin ang sarili natin to uh, listen to the Lord. Magkaroon po tayo ng uh, open heart, uh, clean mind. You know, uh, Iset aside muna natin ang mga iba't ibang mga concerns o mga alalahanin and let's just pay attention to what the Spirit of the Lord may want to say to us uh, through His Word. So, i-prepare po natin ang sarili natin. Let's just breathe deeply. I-set uh, aside lang po natin yung mga ginagawa natin for a while. No, uh, Just put down whatever it is na ginagawa ninyo and sit down somewhere so that you can uh, listen uh, carefully. Our topic this morning is entitled, The Cost of Following Jesus Today. And this is based on Luke 14, verse 25 to 35. Now, before we read this passage, you know, I'd like to just say now, you know, following Jesus noong uh, araw, you know, in the early years of Christianity, was really very challenging, very difficult, hindi biro, no? Uh, everyone knew the cost. A lot of people were martyred or they, they died for their faith. Uh, of course, most people were persecuted and they suffered. Unfortunately, sa panahon natin ngayon, today, uh, most people uh, do not really experience those things. And so they do not fully appreciate yung cost of uh, being a follower of Jesus. In fact, for most people, uh, being a Christian or following Jesus today simply means uh, attending the weekend worship service. Yung iba nga, wala na nga yun, you know? Some people even claim to be Christians without even participating in the church. So, malayong malayo, no? Doon sa experience ng mga uh, unang mananampalataya. Now, why is this? Ano, bakit nangyari ito? Why is it na today maraming tao uh, do not really take seriously uh, the call of God to follow Jesus um, more intimately and in a committed manner? Well, uh, you know, there could be a lot of reasons, diba? Uh, part of which, siguro, sa kultura na natin. Because uh, in many places today, of course, pre- uh, predominantly, lalo na yung mga countries where you have a large population of uh, Christians, parang ano na yun eh, parang normal na, you know. I mean, everybody is, or a lot of people are born into the Christian family, and so they assume na Christian na sila, or siguro talaga nakasanayan na lang ng mga tao na being a Christian is really just about attending the Sunday service. At uh, yun nga, sabi ko nga sa inyo, some people don't even consider that as important. 
Anyway, I believe that there are principles that uh, still pertain to what it means to follow Jesus, and those principles remain. They are not just for the first century. And we want to look at those principles this morning. At, uh, let's read Luke 14 in order to understand kung ano yung mga prinsipyo na yun. Alright? So, starting in Luke 14, verse 25. So, uh, let's uh, read that. Okay? Um, Alright? So, asahin po natin yan. First of all, sa so verse 25, sabi niya, large crowds were uh, traveling with Jesus and turning to them, he said, so, uh, kausap niya mga crowds, hindi lang yung kanyang 12 disciples. Sabi niya, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower, will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, say, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Will he not first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now those last words are very important. No? He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So this morning, I hope and pray na meron tayong ears to hear. So, i-open natin ang sarili natin. Perhaps this passage may indeed be a turning point sa buhay natin. Especially if, up to now, you basically think about your Christianity as simply attending church on Sundays. Dalangin ko na this passage would turn you around and make you consider na perhaps this is not what the Lord means when He says, follow me. So tayong lahat po ay manalangin. Let's pray. No? At hihingin uh, natin sa Panginoon ang kanyang uh, tulong para maunawaan natin itong bagay nito. Let us pray. Lord, uh, we thank you for this morning. Salamat po sa lahat ng naririto ngayon sa programang ito, both here and abroad. Thank you for your grace, amen, Lord, for allowing us to participate together in this online place of grace. May you speak to us, O Lord. We desire the grace to understand. We desire, Lord God, to be clarified in our thoughts, in our thinking. We desire to be renewed in our understanding. So, Father, by your grace, speak to us, Panginoon, wherever we might be right now, and uh, allow us to 
experience, O oh God, the presence of the Lord sa morning divo na ito. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So, the cost of following Jesus today. What does it really mean to follow Jesus today? Ano ba yung cost nito para sa atin? Like I said, in the early church or the first few centuries, it was quite clear, no? To follow Jesus was really a serious matter. Hindi po ito parang to be taken lightly by people. They knew that if they decided to follow Jesus, it might even cost their lives or their properties or something of that sort. In other words, what God was calling them into was a life of dedication of following Jesus in every area of their lives. It was so clear to them in the first few centuries of the church. Now, down through the centuries, up to our present time, medyo na watered down na yan. And a lot of people today do not really understand na to be a follower of Jesus is to take seriously uh, these four principles na pag-uusapan natin this morning. And I believe na itong mga prinsipyo na to it's not just for the first century. And uh, like I said kanina, when we were reading our text, it is not even addressed just to the twelve. It is addressed to the crowds. You know? And, uh, diba? We, we remember, sinasabi ngayon sa verse 25, na large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them, he said. So, itong four principles na ito, it's not just parang for the 12 apostles, but really for everyone else. So if there's any guideline whatsoever or guidelines whatsoever pertaining to what it means to follow Jesus, which is applicable to all, nandito yun sa passage na to. And in fact, this is a turning point passage also dito sa Gospel of Luke. This is starting from chapter 9 all the way to chapter 19. The main theme na paulit-ulit binibigyan pansin ni Luke is really the theme of discipleship. That's why if you want to know what it means to follow Jesus, chapter 9 of the Gospel of Luke hanggang chapter 19 is a very good material to meditate on each and every day, if possible. So, let's talk about these four principles now para maunawaan natin. The first one, I believe, which is true noon, hanggang ngayon, is this. Everything is secondary to Jesus. Lahat po ng bagay, whether good or whatever, is just secondary to Jesus. Jesus is the primary, you know, uh, person that we must consider as a boy natin. That's what it means to follow Jesus. And so, let's read our passage, you know. Let's... Um, going to our text today and then sabing as of verse 25 large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them he said if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother his wife and children his brothers and sisters yes even his own life he cannot be my disciple now of course at first reading maybe maybe that's a very shocking statement diba uh, taken out of context, parang lumalabas that we are to hate our own family, di ba? 
which is of course not the case. This is a, you know, a, uh, a statement of comparison. Meaning to say po na, if given the choice, sino ba talaga mas mabigat? You know, uh, father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even your own life. Well, sabi ni Jesus, you know, um, if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, Jesus becomes primary over and above everyone else. Now, that was a challenge during the time of Jesus, but even, even now it is a challenge. But what does it mean exactly? It doesn't mean, of course, na we will hate our family, like I said, hindi yun ang ibig sabihin on. But it does mean na yung priorities natin will change, or it should change. You know, ang problema natin a lot of times is that yung ating mga priorities are disordered or wala sa proper, you know, na ordering. Now, of course, God has given us many creation gifts, you know, a lot of things in life, our families, our jobs. Maraming bagay that God by His grace has given us. But what Jesus is saying is that everything and everyone becomes secondary. Uh, again, Ignatius of Loyola, you know, uh, is, uh, you know, very clear about this. Sabi niya na everything must be treated with indifference, you know. In other words, everything must be a means, either you know, a means to toward fulfilling our calling in Christ Jesus, or else it is something to be rejected. So whatever that may be, it may be a person, maybe it may be a job, a career, even your own lives have been in Jesus, is secondary. So whatever God is calling me to do through Christ Jesus, it becomes primary. So itong idea na to na everything is secondary to Jesus is of course so foreign sa maraming tao because today a lot of quote-unquote Christians uh, have other priorities. Priority nila yung career, priority nila yung love life, priority nila yung pera, priority nila everything else except fulfilling the purpose of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So the first principle, which is really very important in following Jesus today, is that everything is secondary to Jesus. I want to read verse 27. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Now to carry your cross in the first century meant that you are, you are on your way to your death and you are surrendering, uh, you know, your right to your own life. Of course, during that time, it was a form of punishment. But since Jesus is speaking uh, here, then he is alluding or, you know, referring also to his own cross, which is the will of God for him. So taking taking that into context, ang ibig sabihin ng anyone who does not carry his cross means anyone who does not you know, uh, fulfill his calling and his purpose in life in Christ Jesus, kung ano man yung tawag sa kanya ng Panginoon sa buhay niya, okay, you know, cannot be the disciple of Jesus. In other words, you must prioritize 
God's purpose for your life. Again, you know, everything is secondary to Jesus. Napaka hirap ito, and counterintuitive ito sa mga tao ngayon because like I said, most of us have other priorities. Now, of course, you cannot force this to anyone. That's why I believe na if there's anything talaga very crucial sa buhay natin is really to spend some time in quietness of soul to really reflect upon the love of God and the grace of God and the calling of God sa buhay natin until we reach a point that we can really, by faith, surrender everything to Him and say, Lord, I will follow you and do whatever you want me to do. It's a process that would require some focus and dedication to come into that kind of state of mind and soul. In other words, if you're busy and you're always running around doing all kinds of things, you will never ever come to the point of total surrender to Christ. You would always be just thinking about Him in the peripheral uh, side of your brain. Whenever you feel guilty. But your fundamental direction in life is not set on following Jesus regardless of the cost. You are basically following Jesus out of convenience. You are simply just defining how far and how much you would follow Jesus. Kung hanggang sa, you know, pag-attend lang sa Sunday worship, that's all you're willing to do, then that's how you define how you follow Jesus. So you're following Jesus out of convenience. But to surrender completely to Jesus so that everything is secondary, and what is primary is the will of God in Christ Jesus, then that's a totally different kind of commitment. Now, it is true in the time of Jesus when he said this, but it is true all the time, you know, in every generation. So, wag natin ito i-water down today. And I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty, but I'm just saying this to challenge you. Perhaps what is needed, siguro, is a time to quiet down your heart and maybe magkaroon ka ng retreat for you to assess where you are spiritually. And of course, you cannot do this on your own. It is the gift of God. But you have to quiet down your soul enough to hear for you to be able to hear the call of God for complete surrender. Are you willing to lay down everything to carry your cross and follow Him? I don't know kung anong will ni Lord para sa inyo. Perhaps He's calling you to be he, you know, to be salt and light in the marketplace. O kaya He's calling you to serve God in the mission field. Or He's calling you to, uh, to serve in the ministry in the local church. Whatever that may be. What is important is to know in your heart that that is the cross. That is the call of God sa buhay mo. Regardless of what it means. I'm not particularly saying full-time. But it's important to know na kung, kung saan ka naroon, wherever you are, if you are in a job right now, or if you are in the, you know, uh, whatever, to know in your heart, in your heart of hearts, this is where the Lord wants me to be. Kailangan may peace ka dun. Because everything is secondary to Jesus. Now, secondly, 
Finishing is more important than just starting. Finishing is more important than just starting. A lot of people just start, but they, they never finish. Or they have no plan to finish. And this is the problem of modern Christianity. Maraming tao excited at first. No, they pray to receive Christ, but they never continue on. Now, let's read verse 28 to 30 para maunawaan natin yan. Sabi ni Jesus, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower, will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? Siguro nakakita na tayo ng mga building or bahay na inumpisahan, gawin, pero hindi natapos kasi kinapos na ng pondo. Now, sabi ni Jesus sa verse 29, For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him. Now, of course, by this, the Lord Jesus does not mean na parang mas mahalaga sa atin ang opinion ng mga tao. He's just saying na, you know, when you start something, be sure na you're going to finish it. Again, sabi sa verse 30, ito yung pinaka-point. Uh, saying, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. So, the principle here is finishing is more important than just starting. They say ito sa mahalagang... Pagkaunawa natin about the cost of following Jesus. We don't just start. We finish it. So when you commit your life to Jesus, it's a journey of faith that doesn't end in the middle of it, but continues on until your life is over. It's a complete surrender to the Lord. Hindi ito parang, Lord, I will just follow you Well. Well, uh, you know, I'm young or I'll, I'll just follow you while, while I am, uh, you know, free. Hindi pa ako nagtatrabaho. Pero once I work, Lord, once I get my profession going, uh, sorry na lang, I don't have time to follow you. See, this is the, the common thing na nangyayari sa panahon natin. A lot of people come to know Christ when they are young. Siguro high school, college. I've seen... People do that, and of course, it's very uh, exciting to see people come to Christ while they are young. Kaya alam pa, nagkatrabaho na sila, and they have their careers going. It's just parang automatic sa isip nila, well, I don't have time anymore to follow Jesus. I don't have time anymore to consider ko ano yung purpose in life ko. I don't have time anymore to serve God. I have other things now. Gusto ko yung karir ko, masenso. I want to be promoted. I want to have my own house someday, my own car. Okay, iniisip na yung love life nila so, they, so that they can settle down. And pag nag-settle down, so of course, they want to build their families. And so forth and so on. They just get off tangent completely. Uh, I'm not saying na kailangan they would spend a lot of time in church which they used to do so nung bata pa sila. My point is this. Nasaan yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay mo? Is following Jesus just a one-time or a part-time thing? Or is this something that should define the rest of your life? Again, my, my, my point dito is not for you to go full-time, but for you to ask yourself and the Lord, by faith, Lord, ano pong gagawin ko with the life that you have entrusted to me? How am I supposed to live? 
really that, that's the most important thing not so much kung ano yung ipagagawa sa iyo it could be anything but the main thing is yung heart mo i want to follow jesus and i want to do his will for my life and i want to cooperate with his grace because this is the calling of God to boy natin, to follow Jesus, to listen to Him, and to be the kind of person He wants us to be so that He can work in us and through us while we are living in this world. So whatever that may be, I may be a husband or a housewife or mother or father, a marketplace person, an engineer, a professional, a doctor, a dentist, a pastor, whatever that may be. The main thing is, Lord, what do you want me to do? I will follow you. And it's it's not just parang a part-time thing nagagawin ko lang while I am waiting for a good job. It's for the rest of my life. So the first principle is everything is secondary to Jesus. The second principle is finishing is more important than just starting. The third principle is surrendering is better than fighting. Now, what I mean by this is that the Christian life is all about a daily surrender. And rather than parang nahipag-tagis ka sa Panginoon kung sino masusunod sa buhay mo. Let's look at verse 31 to 33 para maunawaan natin yan. Sabi sa verse 31, Or suppose a king is about to go, to war against another king, will he not first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? Now, it makes sense, di ba? Kasi kung marami kang kalaban na parating at konti lang yung ano mo, army mo, you better consider, di ba? Uh, sabi niya sa verse 32, If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and ask for terms of peace. So that's a wise thing to do. And then finally in verse 33, sabi niya, the same way any of you does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. Now what he means by that is not so much give up your property, but that me it means that you are to stop trying to run your life on your own. Now you can choose that, but it would not end well for you. Because the one who is coming is the Lord of all. So surrendering is better than fighting. Every day, sa buhay ng isang disciple, there is always a choice. Is it my will or the will of the Lord? Now, you can spend your life trying to fight the Lord in your day-to-day -day choices, or you can surrender, knowing fully well that He is Lord of all. And one day, you will be held accountable as you stand before him in judgment. So now is the time for you, Ikanga, to surrender. Now, unfortunately, maraming mga tao ngayon who call themselves Christians are still running their lives. Basically, they are still the Lord of their lives, refusing to surrender. Now, it could be in one area sa buhay nila, like, for example, yung love life or yung emotions nila or their career, or their money, whatever area ng buhay nila, they refuse to surrender that to the Lord. Kaya a lot of people don't grow towards spiritual maturity because there's a lot of infighting sa puso nila as to who would be the Lord of all. 
Now, every day, there is always that uh, no, temptation to run my life, whether in the area of my physical needs, if I'm still the Lord of my body, <clears throat> then what my body wants, I give in. Or others may think now, well, <clears throat> yung love life ko is my, my life. <clears throat> no one decides that for me. And that's why we have Christians right now who are even considering uh, same-sex marriage. Could you, could you believe that? Or sa area ng pera. They use their money the way they want, without considering that that's not really their money. They're just stewards. I can go on and on uh, giving you illustrations of many areas of boy natin wherein we don't want to surrender. We want to fight. And that is not the way to follow Jesus, whether in the first century or even today. Now, finally, being is more essential than doing. And we see this in verse 34 and 35. So, basahin natin yun. Sabi ni Jesus, salt is good, but if it loses its salt in it, how can it be made salty again? Now, in context dito, just for you to understand, yung mga salt nung araw, hindi katulad ng salt today. Uh, in fact, one commentator said na yung salt na panahon ni Jesus, could actually last for about 15 years. I don't know how true that is, no? Pero hindi, basta-basta nawawala yung saltiness ng salt. But here is a hypothetical situation. Sabi niya, salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? In other words, hindi na salt yun. In fact, in verse 35, sabi niya, it is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. What Jesus is saying is that yung being natin is actually more essential than the doing. Or siguro to put it in another con context, kung yung ginagawa natin as a Christian is not as important as who we are and who we are becoming. Unfortunately, hindi naiintindihan ng mga tao to. They think that being a Christian means being busy, being active in ministry, going to church. But who they are as a person, at yung character nila, yung being nila, is not, you know, given the attention that it needs. In other words, yung soul nila is not being taken care of. Kaya meron mga Kristiyano, unfortunately, who do not display the character of Christ. And they become a stumbling block. Even leaders, even pastors, who are so busy in ministry but do not take care of their souls. Soon they fall in the ministry, and everybody else is, of course, hurt in the process. Now, so ito yung principle, which is totoo noon, totoo pa rin ngayon yan. These are the four principles. Let me just say that once more. Una, everything is secondary to Jesus. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng following Jesus today. Pangalawa, finishing is more important than just starting. Okay lang magumpisa sa Christian life. Be sure to complete it until the end of your life. Surrendering is better than fighting. This is the third principle. To follow Jesus is to render your rights to yourself. And finally, being is more essential than doing. 
taking care of what kind of person you are becoming is far more important than your ministry. So in other words, if I were to summarize it, following Jesus today still requires focus and commitment. Walang difference yan in the first century. And then fast forward today. Ang pagsunod kay Jesus ngayon ay nangangailangan pa rin ng pagtutuon at katapatan. In other words, focus and commitment. Amen? So don't ever think that following Jesus today is just a parang temporary thing or a fad. If you think so, then you are wrong. To follow Jesus in the first few centuries of Christianity is the same as today. Nag-iiba lang yan in terms of uh, what it looks like. But the principles remain the same. I challenge you this morning to consider this very carefully sa buhay mo. Maybe the best thing to do is to take some retreat, to reflect, not just to rest your bodies. I see a lot of people, they go somewhere para lang magpahinga ng katawan but not with their souls. They never really take the time to renew their commitment to Jesus. Gusto lang nila magpahinga, maligo sa beach, but not really to refocus and to commit themselves to Christ. So I want to challenge you this morning to do that. If you can, if you can, magbakasyon ka and assess your life trajectory in relation to following Jesus in your life. Tayo po'y manalangin. Lord, ah, maraming salamat po for your grace. And uh, this morning, Lord God, once again, we we ask you, Lord, uh, i-renew mo yung hearts and minds namin and help us to understand what it means to follow Jesus today. Lord, pakita mo sa amin yung mga areas ng buhay namin that we refuse to surrender or, or those areas of our lives wherein we are wrong in thinking. Baguhin mo kami, Panginoon. And also, if there are people around us who may also be following Jesus in a way that is not consistent with these four principles, tulungan nyo kami, Panginoon, that we may challenge them and help them so that by the grace of God, makasama namin sila sa tunay na pagsunod kay Kristo each and every day of our lives. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon, for this morning devil. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.